0: Welcome to Impetus Podcast. Today, we bring you a brand new episode of Expert Speak, where our panelists share powerful insights on everything cloud, data, analytics, and AI. Uh, Welcome to our podcast today. My name is Larry Pearson, uh, Vice President and Client and Partner Executive at Impetus Technologies, where we specialize in what I like to refer to as all things data. Inside of that mission, we help leading companies solve the data, AI, and analytics puzzle toward the objective of achieving a single source of truth in the enterprise with regard to their operations and their decision-making. Today is actually part three in a three-part podcast series on the topic of advanced applications of AI and ML. We'll be focusing during part three on the impact and success stories that these methods and technologies have had for our clients uh, we're building on the earlier discussion in part one when we talked about the uh, overall landscape and opportunities during part two we talked about strategies and best practices and access those are both archived for on-demand uh, listening and there are links in the description uh, here uh, for part three that can allow you to go back to those or if you have colleagues that you think could benefit from hearing this. You're welcome to forward those on to them. And today we're gonna to jump in and talk about, uh, as I mentioned, impact and success stories. And maybe you could get this kicked off. Uh, uh, my colleague here is Dr. Ravi Vallabajosala. And Ravi, maybe you could get this kicked off by talking about how we've been able to help customers assess their maturity from an AI ML standpoint. We talked a little about this in part two, the the need for a roadmap, the need for a strategy. Uh, Tell us some of the things you do to help people develop that across a whole list of opportunities, including cloud, as well as the AI ML capabilities that they have available to to them today. So get us kicked off here, Dr. Ravi, and I look forward to hearing from you.
1: Thank you very much, Larry. Uh, Definitely uh, being able to understand uh, where our customers stand uh, this is a very important uh, piece of how we can contribute to their success. Uh, so the way we work on uh, assessing the maturity from AMS standpoint is to understand where they, uh, you know, where they are currently focusing their efforts. So oftentimes uh, the challenges that the uh, the enterprises that we're working with either have, uh, you know, legacy systems or uh, you know, outdated uh, platforms. So they are not able to kind of respond effectively to uh, things like uh, growing customer needs and uh, changing trends. So to be understand uh, to understand uh, this, we require uh, uh, maybe an initial effort to kind of work with the teams and various teams within the enterprise, uh, so that we can figure out uh, you know what the challenges are. So we work with uh, such customers to understand uh, their current practices and how they are addressing. Uh, their uh, business objectives. Uh, if they're using some rule-based systems, we can definitely uh, kind of understand uh, their maturity level because uh, the we can bring that into the roadmap uh, towards adopting AML. Uh, but a lot of times, the the technology goes hand in hand with uh, you know the the, the uh, actual algorithms and models that they run. Uh, most often, uh, the advanced algorithms would require more sophisticated and uh, state-of-the-art systems and these are of course uh, easier uh, to access in the cloud rather than kind of building things out from scratch uh, and which is what a lot of enterprises do today we have access to really many uh, powerful public clouds with uh, you know um, state-of-the-art uh, ai services that can be used to kind of build models and uh, derive uh, benefits out of those uh, so by and large it's a question of understanding their Needs and also being able to kind of figure out uh, what uh, uh, their objectives are. Uh, In some cases, uh, customers might want to increase their their uh, uh, you know the way they interact with uh, their customers. In turn, Uh, they might want to personalize their offers with marketing, or they might want to uh, reduce their uh, you know time to convert prospects to paying customers. In uh, in case of sales, or it could vary in different things. And and in fact, uh, we worked with customers uh, such as uh, large automobile manufacturer as well to kind of lower their uh, defect rates uh, because uh, defects are something that would occur naturally. But unless you're able to kind of uh, figure out what the defect is and the cause of that uh, using uh, algorithms and uh, data that you can use, uh, you would not be able to kind of figure out how to alter your processes to kind of uh, reduce that. So in general, it's a, it's a question of being able to bring together uh, an understanding of what the, uh, the, uh, the customer needs and uh, uh, figuring out the path from the current state to the future state. Uh,
0: excellent. I'm sure that brings great value for people who are trying to evaluate where they're at and develop strategies for going forward and take it to the next level. You started to talk a little bit about some of the specific examples of uh, where we've helped uh, enterprises tap into that potential of AI and ML to drive business value, which was also one of the trends that we talked about during part one, that the business is demanding to see business value and return on investment from their investments in advanced analytics and data science and so forth. Maybe you could elaborate on those. And while you do that, share uh, some specific examples where AI and ML have actually been very integral to the customer's success.
1: Let's. Uh, just- We'll be happy to do that, Larry. So there are examples. Certainly, I can share. Uh, customers in general uh, are trying to do more with uh, less today, and that's that's because uh, we uh, have to kind of figure out uh, uh, not just that uh, there are models that and AIML tools that they can be used, but at the same time how to judiciously use them. Uh, an example of uh, this is being able to uh, you know query large data stores so previously you had to kind of create a a sql query to uh, access data from these large data stores so you needed trained personnel so one example i can give you is uh, applying natural language processing uh, to kind of uh, uh, create a natural language query let's say an english query in english you could type plain english that you could type and uh, the system would be intelligent enough to uh, parse the query that you have and extract uh, the Uh, data from the big data store and this is something very typical of uh, many enterprises because you are actually interacting with the data and uh, also be able to kind of manage that at uh, Really large scale petabyte scale becomes really hard. Uh, So this would be relevant to many enterprises. So um, This is an example again same uh, with marketing. We have helped customers kind of derive uh, value by bringing uh, by integrating actually multiple data stores and uh, removing the silos and uh, each of those uh, teams within that, uh, that customer had separate models that they were using for various marketing uh, models. So we are able to kind of comprehensively, uh, you know, understand their, their current state and, uh, this, and then build a uh, single model that kind of increase their uh, net uh, conversion and also upgrades uh, because this is a telecom customer. So there was very uh, good uh, value that is derived of, out of using AML. And similarly for sales, uh, we have helped customers kind of uh, uh, convert their more of their uh, prospects to uh, paying customers. And uh, that is something we are seeing across different uh, enterprises as well. And we have also worked with customers in uh, healthcare and uh, manufacturing, various other places where we have seen uh, how enterprises can derive uh, value out of their, uh, their data. So, AML has uh, a very significant potential of uh, uh, adding to the, uh, to the organization's uh, you know, uh, bottom line. Uh, at the same time, you want to be able to ensure that uh, it's done in the, the, the best possible fashion, uh, you know, one step at a time.
0: Again, excellent. And uh, I'm sure that uh, our audience may want more detail on some of these success stories and case studies. and and wondering how to translate your assessment capabilities, the ability to build a roadmap, and then the ability to really retool their AI AI and ML investments to demonstrate to the business that they are delivering real business return on investment, real business impact. And anyone who wants to uh, talk about that in more detail, who would like more examples or to understand better how we help enterprises, uh, companies do that, can reach us by sending an email to podcast at impetus.com. And we'll make sure that Ravi or some member of his team gets back to you on that. The last question I have for you, Ravi, is that as part of model development and then taking those p- to production, operationalizing those models, are there any proven examples of cross-functional collaboration that have helped to deliver ROI for large enterprises?
1: Uh, very good question, uh, Larry. So this is actually a very key area that enterprises are starting to focus on, not just because uh, they have access to you know, powerful models, but at the same time, the entire the workflow of, uh, you know, building those models, uh, managing the data, being able to productionize those models, manage those models in production, track their performance, uh, at the same time, ensure that uh, all the teams involved in this are up to date. So the broad uh, perspective is not just a few data science teams, but also, I mean, working closely with other teams, for example, DevOps, or, you know, other engineering teams uh, to kind of uh, enable you to respond quickly to make changes if any are needed uh, and uh, be able to kind of uh, be nimble in generating releases uh, that are defect free so there are various ways in which uh, model operation comes in we're working with customers in the space of mlops uh, and aiops and various other pieces that kind of uh, you know utilize uh, data science AI, ML the core but uh, are all peripherally connected to all the other teams within enterprises. A good example of this is, uh, you know, the airline industry. As you can see, uh, COVID has uh, kind of altered how we travel for sure. But now, uh, with the travel kind of coming back up slowly, uh, there's a need to kind of, uh, you know, make sure that whoever is traveling has uh, COVID uh, vaccinations uh, in their track record, in the record, and so forth. So we have to uh, kind of scan those documents. So now, scanning those documents and extract the information. Uh, I mean, visually looking at it, it's hard and uh, you can't expect somebody at the gate to kind of look at each record and make sure that's valid or not. So we do this uh, for this customer, alien customer. Uh, we built solutions to automatically extract information from COVID vaccine forms, you know, other uh, documents uh, to kind of uh, extract this information and identify, uh, you know, whether the, the, uh, the passenger can fly or not. Uh, and this has to be done as quick, uh, time as possible minimum little time as possible so that there's enough uh, you know time for them to board the flight so another example is uh, again uh, expense report validation and uh, also extracting information from uh, complex documents uh, where you have to kind of deal with in uh, uh, manufacturing and oil and gas industries where you uh, you are kind of looking at complex uh, documents uh, that have uh, text symbols, and all kinds of other uh, data that has been optimized. So you have to kind of figure out how to uh, do that and uh, ensure that you can create bill of materials or you can actually do uh, things uh, more searchable, more efficiently. So these are beyond just a pure data science problems. These will also involve other uh, teams and it's a cross-functional collaboration that's needed here. So hope I was able to communicate that. I'll be happy to answer more and give you more examples if needed. There are various customers we are working with uh, very uh, interesting use cases uh, in, uh, you know, even in chatbots or uh, images and video. So there are things that are uh, uh, requiring uh, AML applications and uh, uh, building this capability using uh, the uh, capabilities other teams within the organization bring as well.
0: Well, Ravi, thank you so much for your time here in this third of a three-part series of podcasts. For those of you who may have missed either part one or part two, there are links here to allow you to go back and listen to those. They are all available on demand and would encourage you also to share those with others inside of your company who you feel could benefit from some of Ravi's insights. In addition, as I've already mentioned, if you want more detail or you want a more of a tailored conversation with Ravi and his team uh, here at Impetus, you can reach us by sending an email to podcast at impetus.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you to schedule a custom session, a custom interaction, and go into more detail about anything you may have heard here during any of the three parts of our podcast. So thank you all for joining us, Robbie. Thank you for your time and insights. And I wish you all a great remainder of your day. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do follow us to stay connected as we help you unravel the data, cloud, analytics, and AI puzzle. You can also look us up on LinkedIn and Twitter or visit our website, www.impetus.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and watch this space for our next episode.